Hey, I'm Sven Patzer. This is Business Announcer. I am here with Genevieve. Genevieve, uh, would you mind sharing your journey with us today? Sure, Sven. Thank you for this invitation. Um, I was a corporate ladder climber. I wanted to work in television. I wanted to be the woman who is breaking through the male-dominated business there in New York. And for 12 years, I did that. And I loved it. Wow. I really did. It was it was exciting. It was fun. Um, I became a workaholic, you know, and making good money and, you know, having a life. However, one day, sitting quietly alone, I heard a voice in me that asked me, if this is the next 30 years of your life, is this enough? And it stopped me cold because I thought I was on this great success path but really, now I know, it was a path that I thought of because I wanted other people to be excited for me and proud of me. And I wanted to have, you know, that, that career that everybody wanted and I got. And none of that was important in that moment when I heard that question because it wasn't meaningful. And I realized if I kept going for another 30 years, I'd be very alone and I wouldn't feel fulfilled. And, you know, I never heard the word purpose when people talk to me about finding a career and getting a job. It was just get a great job. And so that led me on this climb up the corporate ladder. But when I heard that voice, I realized I was missing children in my life. I didn't have children. So I started um, reading to children in emergency shelters at night. And I went in in my business suit, you know, and here I am not having any clue about the lives of these little kids who are being hurt by those who are supposed to care for them. And I read stories and I just, you know, tried to keep them calm because the, the police or social workers had just brought them in. And I followed one night, a few weeks in to see where they were bringing these children to go to sleep. And the way they came in with the police or the social worker were exactly how they were going to sleep. And torn clothes and dirty clothes that they've been wearing for who knows how long things that didn't fit their their you know their hygiene was awful they were sad and they were afraid and they were lonely and that's how they were sleeping and it broke my heart and so I asked if I could bring some pajamas the next time and the staff said that'd be great nobody thinks of pajamas so I did and after I read the stories and I gave the children the pajamas there was one little girl who was so afraid of me, she wouldn't take the pajamas. She just shook her head no time after time. And finally, at the end, I tried one more time. I showed her how I showed her how soft did she want to touch them and they would fit her. They were pink and she was wearing a pink top, a purple top. And she leaned in and she asked me quietly, what are pajamas? And that changed everything. And now... All I could do then was I was obsessed. And now here we are 24 years later and Pajama Program is a national organization that I started because of that one question I couldn't get out of my head. The one question that made me obsessed with finding these children and giving them pajamas and books. And so many people wanted to help. And so, you know, it's a national organization. We've given away more than 7 million pajamas and books and growing. So, so it's, what do you think is the, uh, you know, biggest uh, challenge you faced when transitioning from the corporate world in New York, because that is a whole different scene uh, than what you're doing now to, you know, 7 million pajamas. 
please, uh, I'd love to, you know, hear, uh, you know, some of those toughest uh, moments that you face. Sure. sure. Um, same thing I think I'm facing now, you know, after 20 years of being executive director, I passed the baton and now I make my living speaking about purpose and how it changes your life and finding purpose. And I help companies by speaking and presenting. So the biggest challenge that I've always had, I think many people have, is changing that path when we know in our heart what we're doing is a job and we're doing it for reasons that don't make don't make us feel like we're bringing meaning into our lives or sharing meaning or contributing to anything. And so I think when people realize that, it's a very intimidating idea to change course, to ask for help. I didn't want to tell anyone I was changing course. I didn't want to ask anyone to learn something all over that I never knew anything about. So I think that's a very big stumbling block for business people who've started on one path I want to make a change, you know, sharing, telling, asking for help. How do you suggest a business owner who's in your situation, may, maybe not, you know, transitioning uh, to creating their own organization, but, you know, changing paths, uh, you know, having a, a, a tough time. What is that, uh, you know, key? What's the key to uh, moving past it? Right. I think we have to get over our fear of asking for help. I think we have to take a chance because we'll everybody finds that we want to help each other. So even though we're afraid to appear stupid or dumb or ignorant or that we're crazy for following one path, maybe being known to be successful, and then we want to give it all up for something else, you know, at, at age 40. But I think more and more people are listening to their heart and they want to find purpose so I think when we stop being afraid to make a call and tell someone and ask for help, somebody who's in the area we want to go to, we'll see that the door is wide open and people will be help helpful and will guide us and support us. So was your uh, you know past organization uh, only in the U.S. or was it international? Um, how uh, you know what was the scale you were working on and? Um, you know, how do you relate to it in your, uh, you know, later stages of your career? Right. Areas. Um, I, you know, have heard of a lot of organizations, um, that have, you know, added pieces of tech to what they're doing in order to more effectively serve the populations they're trying to help. Um, yeah, would would you mind uh, you know giving me a little more info on that? Sure. Well, in the twenty years that I was running the day to day as executive director, we made a lot of technological advances, and I'm sure there will be more, especially with AI. And I think we have to look for all the good in it. And we learned more and more ways to find the number of people that we served how we serve them, gather the information. There's so much in research that technology can help us with. There's so much in just gathering statistics from those communities that we want to serve. What's happening there? You know, it's at our fingertips. And before, when I started, I had research by phone. I had to call people and talk to them and get things, you know, get information and how many kids here and how many kids there and look for the growing annual stats. 
now it's, you know, it's at our fingertips and I think it'll only get faster and, you know, and streamlined and there'll be a lot more technology that we're using to do, to do the, the things that our heart doesn't do, to do the numbers and, and that type of thing. When we can then concentrate on why we are doing what we're doing, and that's for all business, not just nonprofits, but why, what's the purpose? What's our vision? What, how do we want to make an impact on the greater good? That's the human part that no technology can replace. That's powerful. And that is truly, you know, what businesses should be looking for if they want to be successful. Um, you know, ensuring that you're able to uh, help the consumer, whether they're paying consumers or not paying consumers. Um so if you, you know, had to give a final word of, um, you know, how to uh, foster a positive organizational culture, um, what uh, do you think, you know, your biggest um, contribution uh, to that was uh, with, with your nonprofit? And, and how do you think you're able to, you know, effectively, um transform uh others cultures you know sven i think what i was saying before is really it for for me and i and i teach it and i try to inspire people by developing the heart of leadership and and i spell out heart with harnessing the human connection just being there sharing listening finding what is your sharing your purpose what's the person you're talking to your team's individual what are their purposes and why are they there and how are they contributing to what you're doing so you're all on the same page engaging your employees and the, the rising stars the people who really jumped in and stayed with you what's what's happening that's keeping them there so that you can cultivate that in the new the new team members um, attracting the best employees for the best reasons. What are the real questions you want to ask before you bring someone on so that you know you're aligned with them and they feel like they're going to be a part, real part of the organization moving forward. How to retain them, how to retain these good employees in challenging times, all about purpose and all about sharing it and the human connection. And then transforming, transforming your teams into real decision makers so that no leader can have all the answers, but if you can really transform your team into, you know, arms and legs of, of your, your vision, then I think it's, it's a, it's a great, strong organization. That's incredible. And it's, it's been really wonderful to hear your story of uh transformation from corporate to nonprofit um, to, you know, retired and, and speaking um, it's been a pleasure to have you on, uh, where, uh, if people are trying to look, uh, at your social medias or your website, uh, where should they go? It's all on my website, which is my name, GenevievePituro.com. And, uh, just for the listeners, uh, would you mind spelling that out? Yes, sure. Genevieve is G-E-N-E-V-I-E-V-E. Pituro, P-I-T-U-R-R-O dot -E 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 com.